0: What is going on everybody? Welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. I am your host Joe Creskey. I am joined this week by RedRiverHorror.com founder Eddie Cayazzo. Hi Ed, how are good you today?
1: Good evening, Joe.
0: Hey, how's it going? Welcome. It's uh, episode number 50. It's a
1: milestone. It Sure is. We're 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 getting there.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, I think this time last year we just locked in the domain and all that.
1: The oh yes, yes. All
0: that good stuff. Well, I, know, I guess the Whatever domain helps. was already. Right. You know what I mean. The, like the, the,
1: the podcast uh, platform. Yeah. Uh, the, the the supplier. The, art,
0: the artwork, and the approvals, and yes. all that, all
1: that, the base office stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. So happy fifty, and thanks for carrying the torch for Big Five Zero <laughs> yeah. episodes every single week, man. Yeah. Right. Every
0: week. Every week, whether they're early or late or whenever they come, but they're every week. They are. Um. Yeah. And eventually will be you know i don't know i don't i don't see them going away anytime soon so i'm having a good time
1: no no we're just getting started we have a big guest for our, uh actually coming up next week so very
0: exciting guest Ooh. and uh, and um yeah and this will be our first year doing it where like all the haunted attractions will be wide open and yes plenty of opportunity to check some stuff out so
1: so oh. i have to ask man, yeah. what else is turning 50 <laughs> yeah, so there, <laughs>
0: there's the theme of today's episode is horror movies that are turning 50 years old. And we'll guess, you know, have we seen it? Have we not seen it? Have we even heard of it? It'll be fun. I got a whole big old list here. We're going to go all the way down it. And then, uh, but before we get into that, remember that you can go on to KeystoneRetro.com, use code Red River for 10% off your purchase.
1: Red River. Mm-hmm. That's code Red not, River. Not Red Rum. No, not Red Rum. No.
0: Red River. Uh, you know, you Keystone find Retro. that. At KeystoneRetro.com. Dot com. Ah, well, here we, here we go. So let's, uh, this is quite the list. And the thing is, so 50 years ago, that's going to be 1971.
1: Oh. Right. So man, people born in the 70s are turning 50 this year? Yeah. Oh, no, that's a shame. Okay. That's a yeah. good year though.
0: I mean, we're turning 40 this decade, so oh, you want to put it in that kind of nightmare
1: scenario. I don't like it.
0: Yeah, so... Nineteen seventy-one. It's an interesting year in in horror in the horror genre. Yes, because you're still, you know, like I don't even think has Rosemary's Baby even come out by now. Yes, yeah. That's that's like one of the older. That's one of the like the older classics. There's like this middle. Let's see. Yeah. So that's sixty-eight. So it's like you still have price hitchcock we haven't really reached uh the exorcist yet nope we haven't hit halloween yet which really changed the entire genre into like full-on slashers so we're about to go down a list and i'm going to guess there might not be much that we've seen i look at the top one and i'm like this is the only one i know and the only one i've ever seen
1: okay all right, so is the idea for this episode you you're, you're going to try and hit me with some some info about it and see if I can guess it or think we or see if we even remember.
0: Just to see we'll, we'll just start with even guessing if we've even
1: heard of any of these. Okay. I'm, I'm good with that.
0: I'm just going down I'm like I know the top one which is <laughs> and the very first one it, and I'm I never pronounce it correct e- either. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's the abominable abominable Dr. Phoebs.
1: I've actually never seen that. Okay. You have trouble with abominable?
0: Uh, that's actually not the one. It's always Phe- it's I can't remember if it's Phoebe's or Phoebe's. I it's it's been a very long time since I've seen this, and I saw it just because because uh, Vincent Price is in it. Oh, I was trying okay. to see like everything Vincent Price has done, because like you know if I, it's if I go down the list, if I think about you know whether I think you know Price might be my guy over a Hitchcock. Okay, it's
1: um, a good choice, but you know.
0: Different, you know, but I mean, I like I like all their stuff equally. I don't know different
1: strokes for different folks, but both Price and Hitchcock are freaking awesome. Yeah.
0: So, film follows the character Anton Phoebus Fives Phoebus, and it's also an intro, the intro to the comeback album for uh, the Misfits.
1: Oh, okay. When they
0: when they came back with new singer Michael Graves in '97, this was their their intro track. It's called "The Abominable." Dr. Pheebs.
1: It's a little little connection there. They, well,
0: I mean, that was kind of one part of their shtick. Got it. <laughs> so, all right. What's next? All right. So what is this? He tends his wife's surgery. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoebes is inspired. He's on a murder spree uh, By the inspired by the 10 plagues of Egypt from the Old Testament. So that's a good way to go about killing people. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. I can't, I can't do a very good Vincent Price.
1: I mean, to be fair, you, you haven't tried before, have you?
0: No. Now, Bill Hader does the best one. And it's okay. It's incredible. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever heard Bill Hader Vincent Price. But no, have to check it out. It's very good. All right, let's try this one. So that's one. We'll get to, this next one is an Italian film, A Bay of Blood. Never heard of it. Nope. Let's go to the next one, Beast of the Yellow Night. Okay. Nope. Never heard of it. Nope. The Black Belly of the Tarantula. Nope. Nope. Keep going. <laughs> Black Noon.
1: No. What
0: the hell is Black Noon about? Ugh. Who the hell's in this thing? Let's just see the cast. Black Noon. I don't know any of these names, but good for them. They made it into that movie. Uh, <laughs> Blood and Lace.
1: I feel like I've heard of it. I don't. I can't say that I'm familiar with it, though.
0: Eh. I, don't know. I don't know. It seems like a weird porn. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> blood from the mummy's tomb.
1: Okay. No, nope.
0: blood of ghastly horror. No, nope. yeah. the blood on Satan's claw. Great name.
1: That is a really good name. Like <laughs> if I have an album, I'm gonna name it "The Blood on Satan's Satan's Claw." <laughs> as nice.
0: Soon, as soon as I hit a, a, a bigger name of note, I I will let you know. But so far, it's like again, it's a big list. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm just like. Let's well, see if we've even heard of something.
1: Well, why don't, how about this? Why don't you get to something that you think we've heard of?
0: Oh, gosh.
1: <laughs> Nothing yet? Oh.
0: No. <laughs> it's, it's more
1: It's more amazing to me to think that, that there are that many horror movies from 1971.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of them is like, I don't know. Here's an actually, an interesting one that maybe we should check out. Okay. So this is a, did you ever hear of a movie, 1971, an action thriller or whatever? I mean, I guess it's coming out as thriller more so, but it's called Duel or Duel. No. D-U-E-L. Now, let's play a little game with it, shall we? Because I did not know this at all because I know the man's name. I know a ton of his work. Okay. And this is actually his directorial debut. Mm. Okay. Yep. Now, let's see. What else? How do we want to play this? We'll say, so when you want to guess this director's directorial debut, 1971, with this movie, Duel. Okay. Uh, let's see. So one of his movies that he's very famous for features... Features an alien. Okay. Okay. He likes- E.T.
1: Uh, uh, Steven Spielberg. It is Steven Spielberg. Okay, so his first movie, uh, I guess- Yeah. The, our first film was Duel? Yeah. Before, it came out in 71.
0: Before Jowls.
1: Wow, so he's been directing for 50 years. That's pretty yeah, remarkable. Yeah, so
0: 50 years of directing for Spielberg. Go, Steven. Let's, uh, let's dive into Spielberg a little bit. And I think there's one thing that we all agree on with Steven Spielberg is, the fuck is he doing sometimes when like they do like him and Lucas when they started doing those remasters? Yeah, that wasn't cool. No, I didn't like that.
1: Well, I mean he's, well, it's just stupid. It's everything has to be something. I, I wish I could explain that more, but we're here at the Red River Hard Podcast. It's, it's just stupid. It's unnecessary, and Lucas especially. I mean, he really pissed Star Wars fans off with. His alterations of he of, uh, he uh, he overdid it. Yeah, he he overdid it. CGI and like Phantom Menace level CGI added to the original trilogy. I can't imagine. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. I like Star Wars. I can't imagine people being happy about that. Nah. So what was it? E.T. with the guns. They trained. They changed the cops' guns to radios as he was flying away. Right. Yeah and then there was oh uh, what else did he do
0: uh, I can't, I can't remember but it it was just like unnecessary you didn't have to do it yeah whatever but let's uh, if, you know for 50 years of directing movies let's let's he still made ones that we like
1: here here for Steven Spielberg so he's
0: directed 33 feature films in those 50 years which is that's pretty regular workload yeah you know when you think about all the work that goes into it uh but uh and his first movie was a short film called Amblin, which I guess is where you get that Amblin entertainment from. Yeah. How about that?
1: With Elliot and the uh, E.T. flying away. How about that? On the bike.
0: I think I knew that, though. But <laughs> okay. So he had another one before Jaws that was called the Sugarland Express. But, of course, we know Jaws because that was the one I wanted to talk about. And it's like everybody talks about
1: Jaws. Yeah. But. The big shark.
0: Yeah, you know. people. People so, get scared. Yeah, but then he's got his cool one when we get into like some aliens, which is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Have yes, you ever watched that one? I have. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Um, then this comedy, if you remember, if 1941. No. Well, we've actually met one of the writers of 1941. Did we really? Yeah, it was written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale.
1: Gale. Yes, we did. We interviewed and, him.
0: Yes, we did. And directed <laughs> by... Uh, you know, Steven Spielberg. Okay. You know, starring Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi.
1: I always felt that I did it. No, 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 never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, then you got Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T. E.T. actually used to scare me when I was a kid.
1: Uh, my wife as well. Well, Melissa also. Yeah. I It never scared me. I used to actually just get upset when... When he leaves? Yeah. Yeah, so that sad. used to that used to make me sad.
0: Yeah, The beginning always scared the crap out of me. Yeah. <laughs> when he's, like, just grabbing at the stuff or, like, I don't know. It's that first scream, though, when they encounter it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, that
0: one Ooh. always gets me. So he then he then took a long, you know, there's nothing creepy after Jaws other than, you know, I mean, Close Encounters, I guess, could give you some shivers. E.T. gave me some shivers. Uh, bu- bu- the color purple. Mm. I remember the color purple. R- real life. Yeah. <laughs> Empire of the Sun. There you go.
1: So anyway, so happy 50th fiftieth year directing feature films to Steven Spielberg.
0: Yeah, he's got some great – he's got some, you know, some real great ones in there. Um, one of the ones that we're just going to give one last bit of credit to that, again, one that I think scared a lot of people when we were kids, but I think you were the opposite, which was Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Everybody, everybody was
1: terrified. Yeah, I was. I, I actually thought it was funny when uh, I, I always say this, but but the listeners don't know this. Mm-hmm. When I think it's the kid that gets blown off the fence. Yeah, when it gets <laughs> from the <laughs> shock. Yeah, that, yeah. that,
0: that that part's hilarious. Yeah, that'll you know. always be hilarious. Okay, good, good. So yeah, I'm not yeah.
1: an evil person. No, no, All that right, part's
0: good. that part's funny. Yes. And Then his most recent one's coming out in December, which is a the uh, another. West Side Story movie, so I guess he wants to take a crack at it.
1: (laughs) Nice. Yeah, whatever. Good for you, He can do whatever the hell he wants.
0: I mean, he really... I mean, he can and he does (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Like, after that, like, he's done, you know... I guess stuff is stuff that he just likes as books or plays now that he's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to make this into a movie. Right. Like, (laughs) I guess that's Jurassic Park, because the movie came out pretty quick after the book, I believe. Yeah. Uh, He did BFG, which is a classic... Book, children's book it is uh, ready player one
1: yes which does actually uh for horror fans if you've never seen ready player one there is a cool ode to the shining yes in that film yes there is i thought that was pretty uh, done pretty well
0: movie's not bad at all it's, no. it's it's quite a lot of fun
1: yep
0: oh here we go you can knock on ed wood ed wood's got a movie in 1971 necromania a oh. tale of weird love uh, is a pornographic film by Ed Wood. Oh, all right, cool. Released in 1971, it was produced, written, directed entirely by Ed Wood. I mean, that was kind of his thing.
1: You and I probably shouldn't watch that alone, for so many reasons. <laughs>
0: Can I just read some of this plot? Here? Sure, sure. And that
1: turns, 50? <laughs> that turns Salud. fifty. Solid. Solid.
0: Oh, man. Running time, 51 minutes for the R-rated version, 54 minutes for the X-rated version. Oh. (laughs) So, just this opening. Before the credits, the film opens to an image seen through a prism. It depicts a group of naked, writhing bodies in the process of group sex. (laughs) There's a hyperlink for group sex. No, we don't. You can click on that and learn more about group sex if you'd like to. If you want to. We'll link it in the notes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well... Jesus Christ Budget of $7,000 Congrats Ed Wood <laughs>
1: <laughs> Moving on Moving on
0: uh, Let's see I'm just of The Night Digger Nope The Night Evelyn Came Out of the Grave <laughs> Great name for a movie The Night
1: God Screamed Whoa, Whoa. Whoa. Well, That's another Alright let's keep these for uh, some album names Because so, I'm sure some of them are out of print And not copyrighted Hey,
0: death is the only way out. Scream so they'll know where to find your body. Actually, take a look at this poster. The poster's really good. Take a look at that. That is pretty
1: good. That's a good-looking that poster. Seems, I'll, bet you, I'll bet you Rob Zombie's, like, grifted off of that.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he is. He's got something else in the works. Uh, I can't remember. What, I'm drawing a blank. Why am I drawing a blank? I can't think of it.
1: Speaking of 50-plus, he he's... And I love Rob Zombie, at least music-wise. Yeah, he's surprisingly old. He doesn't look it at all. I mean,
0: he's been around for he's been around for a long time. Yeah, dude, he's fifty-six.
1: Yeah, Rob Zombie is fifty-six years old. So when I got into him, I mean, I'll be honest, I do like White Zombie a lot, but I got into White Zombie more so after Hellbilly Deluxe
0: because, like, that album came out when we were like eleven. Wow. You know, he's been around for a long time—long
1: freaking time.
0: So it's like you know, we didn't know white like you know, we weren't tracking bands until like you know, Dragula was so huge. Yeah. Well. Oh like, yeah. Especially like amongst our age, it was like
1: yeah. Because it made it once once it hit it hit MTV for me, I was uh, it was over. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy the album.
0: Yeah. I mean, you think about it. I mean, he was probably like 30 30 <laughs> something then.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. And we actually saw him. So we did. No. Here, here's to Rob Zombie. Here's who's to 56. Rob Zombie. He's fifty
0: six. He's fifty six. Not quite fifty, but man, this list is weak. It was nineteen seventy one is a rough year, other than that one Vincent Price. But again, it's it was just an that there is just an odd spacing for like a horror revival and it seems to happen a lot. Like just uh, just as time goes, I think that's the same for a lot of things, like mm-hmm. um what's like now I'm like all I can think about is like what's another like genre lull where it's just like there's nothing really memorable um like in in horror, so it's like after this, it's like you know then you get uh your stuff that scares you all the time, which is I guess you could say, you know your' exorcists, your jaws as is.
1: Hills 73, ha- 75. Yeah. Hills have eyes was what seventy. Yeah. yeah, it was actually pretty early in the seventies.
0: Yeah, you get your hills have eyes. Last uh, house is on the lefts. Yep. So it's you. Know, it seems you know, the genre takes a turn from mysterious and creepy to bloody, bloody disgusting. I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, there's. Uh, I remember early on before Blumhouse was just making money off of every single like they have all the modern franchises mostly um except for the warner brother stuff but blumhouse is just killing it but before that i remember one thing that they stressed was you know they used to have a site that was similar to red river horror Mm -hmm. obviously a little deeper with uh like creepy pastas and um you know trailers for different films and but it was the home for all things scary Mm -hmm. and i think it was a turn i think the idea was it was a turn from what saw had become the hostels, the torture porn of the yeah like 2000 to 2009 just that really vicious uh
0: yeah
1: i I don't know what else to call it
0: i mean we could just call it like you know just gore porn i don't know right but like that's dead now i mean that's not really that's that's there's something that's gone away
1: it it is but i think that was the direct result of blumhouse because they if you notice all of the blumhouse films that exist Mm -hmm. the pg-13 and the the rated r ones they're not it's not that they're not graphic they're just not that they're not saw three and up and uh uh, the hostels. I'm trying to think of more. I know there's more. I'm just, I just can't think of them. And then there was a period of a lot of possession movies that I remember it pissed you off a lot yeah. because it was being
0: overdone. Yeah, it just, it seems, it seems to be like that that thing where a certain type of being, like, oh, well, we got to redo this. So like we mentioned, the hills have eyes. Yes. But it's like before that, that came out in 1972. That's also had a had a remake. Yes. Was uh, last house on the left. Yeah. You know, and that one. These movies, like, and then I think I spit on your graves. Also, like seventy eight or something like that. There's a lot of a lot of rape in the seventies.
1: That's which is pretty
0: a lot of rape fear because I don't think you could do that for a mainstream movie in the sixties so much.
1: Probably not.
0: I'm trying to think of anything where it's like that's a, that's the case, and all I can think of is like seventies. You got Deliverance, all right? <laughs> deliverance, <laughs> Last House on the Left, Spit on, you know, Spit on Your Graves. More of like a drive-in. Mm-hmm classic right i mean that, yeah. that definitely wasn't like a big you
1: know. oh it wasn't like blockbuster heart like no. it, like the exorcist is an academy award winning film yeah uh halloween was the most successful independent horror or no independent film yeah for the longest time um so no th- th- those like i spit on your grave is not the caliber <laughs> of those films no
0: but like deliverance is a, on a yeah you know a movie that gets a lot of recognition with you know they have rape Last House says rape, Hills Have Eyes says rape, and I Spit It On Your Grave is entirely rape. Pretty bad. To a disturbing point. I never saw the remake of that. Did you ever get to that?
1: I did. I, It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, but yeah. the first one's still just so effective.
0: It's the same formula, though? Uh,
1: yes. Yeah. I, it's, that's um, too hard to watch. It's... It's not as, not as, see, there, there's something raw and evil about the original Last House on the Left. and Yeah. And it, it doesn't quite capture that feeling, the the remake. It's, it's a good film. Yeah. It just doesn't, there's something about that. Uh, Last House on the Left had it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre had it. There's something gritty, like r- gritty and real that yeah. people try and go for that's not really... Of this era. I think Rob Zombie even tries to go for that sometimes, and it just doesn't work as well as Last House on the Left and Texas Chainsaw.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's another one when we talk about the 70s, like a big turnaround. So a lot of these like classic movies are turning 50 over this decade. Texas Chainsaw, you know, one of them, that's 74. Yep,
1: 1974. You
0: know, Halloween's going to be there.
1: Which, 70, uh, that's too far away. We're fine.
0: Well, you know, they do something every... You know, they did for 20 years, 40 years. <laughs> oh. Is it going to get a 50?
1: Uh, I'm sure it will. So who is it? Danny McBride and what's the other? David Gordon Green? Yeah.
0: Is that when the next one? I don't so, know.
1: So they, they did this. So Rob Zombie did the the reboot, remaster, whatever. His uh, little spin on it. Yep. They, they, and Danny McBride and David Gordon Green did their... Like, hey, we're gonna ignore everything. they did the H two O thing mm-hmm. and said, Ah only the first one counts. So why do whatever the hell's next.
0: It was the right move, but they're you know, based on that trailer, they're throwing in hints of um Well
1: oh, they're paying homage. Yeah. They're yeah.
0: you know, throwing throwing stuff in there.
1: I was trying to think, I thought
0: Cannibal Holocaust was no, that was eighty. I mean, yeah. So it really is. This is like this in between time we found. Yeah. That was like you know let's go in and and take a look and then it's it's really going that fifties fifties and sixties horror, whereas like the sixties is where it starts to push the envelope a little more mm-hmm. and then you know by the seventies you just get a lot more a lot more gore, a lot more devastation, you know the art the art of like a psycho is no longer there, right it's really interesting um yeah, and then. Through the seventies, eighties, it gets like hokey with like your Freddy's and your Jasons. It just,
1: you gets know. over the top. What? I, I, Melissa actually just said something to me. We were watching uh, some eighties music videos. Um, don't ask me why. We were just, why not <laughs> we were watching some of them. And she saw an interview. She's a big fan of Gracie Slick from Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, and obviously that carries over to just Jeff Jefferson Starship. Yes, and she saw an interview. And I don't know if Gracie Slick said this or if some or if the interviewer or who or one of those v h one shows I can't remember either way, they said pretty much that you're putting a marijuana band in a cocaine decade, talking about like the sixties and the eighties, so it's huh so if you I don't know where I was fully going with that, but it makes sense. It, huh. it makes, it, it's like, I hear that and I'm like, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that, that does make sense. Yeah. I get
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, if you, if you're wondering how we got here, Joe and I, for episode number 50 of the Red River Horror Podcast, Joe just tried to look up 50s movies that were, that are celebrating their 50th birthday yeah. this year.
0: I thought I thought there was gonna be like a secret one, but though that Spielberg one.
1: Spielberg's duel? directorial
0: debut in there. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's a that's a big one. All right. Well why don't we why don't we cut it in half?
0: Yeah. Well, we'll just cut we'll just move on from there because that's like, hey, you know
1: <laughs> We
0: tried. We 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 tried and you know, they can't all be winners. Obviously it's like this episode's <laughs> gonna come out later than we typically do it, but yeah, you know what we're we're just having a good time, um speaking of good times, did you get to see the forever purge yet?
1: I didn't, and p pe- uh, listeners have to go mm-hmm. to redriverhard.com dot com to find out why,
0: yeah, we need that, it, and then uh
1: it seems as if it seems as if everything we talked about, the things that we don't like about the purge, mm-hmm. it seems like they're still there. And everything's pretty obvious. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna have so to catch that on up. the red box. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, that's. I mean, that is uh, the way the way things seem. So we'll just have to yeah. deal with it one 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 step at a time. No reason to. Yeah. You know, rush to see the purge.
1: Well, <laughs> since we're just since we're I guess we're just riffing now. At uh, this
0: point, I mean local news. Yeah.
1: Local news. I think you know viva video
0: viva video r.i.p what the i shared hell? it yeah
1: I, i've oh, been man. completely off Of uh, did you share it on facebook or yeah. twitter both
0: <laughs> uh probably just facebook
1: twitter i might have seen it facebook i've been trying to just stay away good um it's a dumpster it sure is
0: <laughs> so um the... like our
1: red river hard pay facebook page
0: that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> so no no, i mean and the reason why they're closing just it's not not because they you know they were able to keep it together through the pandemic it's the landlords not keeping their lease no yeah which is like just just the absolute worst way to go and i've known a few places where like that's the case where it's like yeah the building is uh moving uh, moving us
1: that's I, And I wanted to do a story on RedRiverHard.com about this. Maybe I will now. That that was not the case with family video, that chain that still existed when we went out to that um, mm-hmm. the film festival in Enid, Arizona. Enid Arizo, Jeez. Enid, Oklahoma. Sorry, Enid, friends. Yeah. Uh, so when we went to the F- Fly Film Festival, uh, the year you went when our film was featured. Mm-hmm. Family video. Of course, that was a must-stop for me. Um, that was a chain. That was a Midwest chain. Yeah. And their hook was why they didn't go out of business, whereas, you know, obviously here, West Coast Video went out, Blockbuster, Hollywood, all the chains are gone. The reason they were alive is because they owned the real estate that they were in. So, like, they, I mean, yeah. they put up a family video and a Marco's Pizza attached to it, and that's how they were viable. So I don't know. I have to look into why they ultimately went away, but 2020 was the end of Family Video. Yeah. So now 2021, the end of Viva Video. It's the end. So whereas yeah. Family Video owned their space, Viva Video did not, and that sucks.
0: Yeah, that's brutal. I mean, it's just, it's just a it's a crappy way to go. Yeah. Um,
1: well, yeah. Miguel, we love you, man. Yeah,
0: real shame. You know, great things that they've done. Um, What happened? They had like a a reality show for like a hot minute, didn't they? Uh, Where it ever make it to air?
1: They they had a lot of content coming out of there. They had, if there was a reality show, I wasn't aware of it. I know they were featured in a documentary. I think exclusively. I think they were.
0: Maybe it was just the the
1: subject of the documentary. Yeah. Which our good friend Greg always wanted to do. And now he's not going to get the chance to. Ah, poor guy. Because Viva Video literally was the last picture store. And shoot, in Philadelphia, in the Philadelphia area? Yeah, that's it. It, it really was. That's
0: it. They're all uh, gone now.
1: Yeah. I, don't,
0: yeah.
1: I don't know where I'm going to rent. Uh, my wife got me that 4K UHD player. And I, don't, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to rent 4K UHD films now.
0: Does Netflix still mail? Yeah,
1: just no. DVDs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well. But, hey. Yeah. So sad local news. We have a video.
0: RIP. But uh, yeah, I've, I've really got nothing on, on the rest of that. That's just such a sad, it's just such a bummer. It is. You know, and you know what's funny when you talk about renting videos is just walking through the store and just the boxes you would see. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of like 80s and 90s horror is just burned into my brain. Because just, like, walking by, there was, like, just some creepy boxes. Absolutely. And Hellraiser was always one of them. Yes. Like, Pinhead always gave me the creeps. And then when I finally got around to seeing the movie, very disappointed that he's really not, like... Like, he's there. He, but you don't know about all of his pals that I, are doing all the dirty work.
1: Have you seen Hellraiser recently? That's been a while. The first time I saw Hellraiser, I was disappointed. Now, same with, this happens with me a lot. Same with, the, like, old school. Remember the, the comedy? Yeah. I hated it the first time I saw it. Yes, you did. But if you watch Hellraiser again, I guarantee you will enjoy it. Okay. I mean, yes, he 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 is not, he. he we saw that Boogeyman. <laughs> oh, yeah, I
0: mean, even the, the clip used in Boogeyman, I mean, that scene's
1: badass. Yeah. Jesus wept. <sighs> but Frank is creepy, like the... It, hellraiser uh, when we went back me and melissa watch it every single halloween season because it's that good and yeah. the first time i saw it i hated it
0: oh well, yeah yeah well, i'm not gonna say like i hated it i just thought there'd be more pinhead and it's mm-hmm. i thought it was like just pinhead it's not right um what's another like box that always like stuck out? there was one that i always thought was really stupid and then ended up watching it and i'm like i kind of like this which is Pumpkinhead.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Pumpkinhead a lot. Pumpkinhead was one of them. And I think we actually watched Pumpkinhead for the first time. Usually we talk about the basement back on Scotia Road. We watched that at your apartment. Wow. On, uh, oh my gosh, Woodmere. Yeah. Wow.
0: Mm, The old apartment.
1: That was the first time we'd seen Pumpkinhead. Yeah. So we were late bloomers for Pumpkinhead, but yes, Mm -hmm. that was a scary... It was good. That was a good movie.
0: It was good. You can talk about those random ones that you just give a shot at, you know, you see it at the video store all the time and eventually you just cave. It worked. And go for it and it worked. I mean, hey, I mean, that's that's what's going to stink. I mean, when I was like looking for, for the last few, for a while, like um, when looking for places to live, Ardmore has always been on my list. Okay. Which is uh, where Viva Video is housed. Right. And it's like, you know, if I had lived there, I probably would have been, I would have gone there more often. Um. So, but it's like whenever somewhere closes that you think is really cool, don't you just feel like kind of like a piece of shit you didn't go there more often? Oh, always. Even though there was nothing you could really do about that. Yeah. It's like what was I going to do? You just walk in and not
1: get anything? Except when I was a kid, though. When I was a kid, I didn't yeah. have a sense of it because they just took the rug out from under you. I'll give you an la, example. Latte da. Latte <laughs>
0: That's what you go for. Yes. Uh, that was your you lo- that was your favorite place. We were. I mean, she- I loved it too, but you know.
1: But that was like, that was such a great spot. And the thing is, th- similar to Viva Video, where they just said, eh, we're not going to re up the lease. Mm-hmm. You know, with what happened with La Daw was even more sinister. This was a great coffee shop. Yeah. They first, the realty company. Said, okay, you need to change your sign. Mm-hmm. So they had to spend like thousands of dollars changing their sign. I don't know why a sign costs thousands of dollars, but that's what they were forced to do by the the realtor. Then they they had to stop selling pastries because at that time Acme was going to get a Starbucks within
0: yeah, which, Acme. which never happened. It
1: <laughs> never freaking happened. It
0: happened to the other one. Yeah, not this one.
1: No. So so. That Acme was supposed to get a Starbucks that was going to sell pastries, so now they were telling the coffee shop, "La di da, yeah,
0: no compete,
1: yeah." It's That's like, what... eh, you can't sell your pastries yeah. anymore. It's like, how do you?
0: That's <laughs> like... why at the bottle shop, we couldn't only we could only sell like hot dogs.
1: That's right, <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> like we could like no burgers, no wraps, no sandwiches, no. It's like, all right,
1: but we have to serve food. Yeah, that dude, Pennsylvania is communist.
0: Well, liquor wise. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, well, I mean, I'm just thinking the beer. Yeah, Lottie Dob was. They, <laughs> they were they were just told by the realtor, no.
0: Yeah, well, that 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 whole those real real estate realty companies that own shopping centers, they they push out mom and pop shops because you can get in big box names and they'll pay whatever higher price just because they don't give a f- don't have to give a shit about it. No, it's not the end of the world to them. But if it gets to the end of the world, they'll just go somewhere else. Right. And somewhere else would be glad to have them. So they got more negotiating power and more. Like if you look at Andorra now, I mean, is there any like the modern vac and is somehow invincible.
1: Uh, it is somehow invincible.
0: Like if you're not from here and you're hearing what <laughs> like you're just like, what the modern. hell is he talking about? <laughs> it's a store called the modern vac and where they repair and sell vacuum cleaners and sewing machines and has been in business since before we were born.
1: But, but have you ever utilized their services?
0: I have not. My mom has.
1: They are a fantastic business when you need it. If you need to rent a steamer, like when I moved into this so house. Oh, they rent
0: steamers there too?
1: They do. Yeah, well, there you go. And they repaired my first vacuum. So when I moved into this house, there was a lot of work that needed to be done. Yeah. I had to, I had to really deep clean everything. When my shark broke, mm-hmm. they repaired it and it wasn't that much.
0: And it's the same, I mean, and those folks, they've been there for forever.
1: But how, yeah, how does that, how do they survive?
0: They're untouchable. <laughs> Our optometrist has moved twice. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right.
0: And they're still there.
1: Mm-hmm. Modern back and so. <laughs> Modern back and so. <laughs> In there's a <indoor> shopping center. <laughs> there's
0: got to be something behind it. Maybe they got some kind of like poltergeist or something that keep it on lock.
1: Maybe. Or they or, sell drugs.
0: They sell, that's what everybody comes up with. They're like I they mean, sell drugs, but it was the pizza shop across the way that was selling the drugs. It was. You guys go Reggie Bush and wanna buy jersey?
1: <laughs> I saw him. <laughs> I,
0: I don't know if I'd even recognize him anymore. He, just some he's gotta be like gray now. Like
1: not 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 as much as you would think.
0: Now, still with a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so anyway, but they yeah, there was, but the pizza shop was fun just because we don't have any like pizza joints. Yeah, no. I I love I, believe me I love Pinus Pizza I want to say it that way because if you're listening in California you'll be like uh oh, 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 what you won't know what I'm talking about there's mm-hmm. a place P I N A apostrophe S so it's Pinus not penis <laughs> penis <P-na's> Pizza, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the, great great pizza joint great pizza shop but the thing is I have to drive there that's true. With with the old shop that was in the indoor shopping center, I could walk. Yeah. That was the difference. And p- believe me, penis is one of my favorites. I mean, I've
0: walked there a couple times, but it's a really dangerous walk. Yes. Because once you get to the bottom of like the street I grew up on, and it's like <laughs> there's no sidewalk, and it's a big hill, and mm-hmm. people are flying up and down blind. Yeah. So yeah, it's not the safest.
1: No. So so that's what when I talk about pizza joint, like where we could just hang out. And eat pizza and yeah, talk, and
0: we go like walk right there.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: I mean it's like you know nothing to nothing to brag about, but you know it was fine.
1: It was fine. Exactly. You
0: know when we were in third shift at Coles, uh, <laughs> right. they started doing breakfast. I mean that was great. It was fun. Yeah, I mean your dad was down for it. And he'd be like, "You boys want breakfast, It was awesome.
1: It was. I mean it was a great pizza joint, but yeah, unfortunately they started selling drugs, and that's why they're not there.
0: Yeah. So you know
1: With the if modern you ever- back and so.
0: If you ever open a pizza shop, don't sell drugs. Yep. Be like the old people who own the modern vac and so don't get caught.
1: <laughs> and Parcel Plus is still there, too, which is Parcel- another great store.
0: Yeah. I mean, so that one, I mean, that's there because they have agreements with the US, USPS, UPS, FedEx, FedEx, FedEx DHL. DHL. All so, like, them. if you get something like that, you're pretty much locked in for... <sighs> For a while until like a UPS store is just like, we want space here.
1: And let me tell you, the people, <laughs> I don't know if they listen to this podcast. This is pretty hyper local. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe they do. Who knows? But the people at Parcel Plus Plus in the Andor Shopping Center, I love them. They're awesome. The lady that always wears the band shirts. Yeah. I think the other one, the lady's name is Betty. If you ever need to ship or receive or whatever, anything to do with that stuff, you go there. You find Betty. Yep. Betty's got gotcha. you. Yep.
0: Yeah, just because we're talking about the shopping center, I'm trying to think. Is like anything really creepy ever happened at the shopping center? Like not like me, like you know the kind of creepy I'm talking about. Not the kind of like not confrontation. We <laughs> were, we're sh- getting nervous. We like, got jumped.
1: Yeah. Wait, <laughs>
0: right. well, yeah. Was Sean had his shoes stolen?
1: Sean? No, Sean had his money stolen. His money stolen. Chris Monzo had his she, shoes. Yeah. Shoes. Well, that's my cousin. Everybody, if you don't know, yeah. I'm Eddie Chiazzo. It's You can find him. He's my. But yeah, he had his shoes stolen. Yeah. Sean had his money stolen. Yeah. I actually got away scot-free that night, but I paid the price that December. Not at the shopping center. At a totally different high school.
0: Oh, I mean, so the it oct- was all in the same It was a window. bad year. That's a
1: rough, that is a rough year. Yeah.
0: Jeez, so
1: October is when we had bad things happen. You know, they say bad things happen. Well, it, yeah. In the Andor Shopping Center. October was bad for Sean and Chris. December was bad for Eddie.
0: Yeah, when, I mean, that's like the thing when the movie theater was still there and there was a lot more people wandering around. Yeah. You know, there was more like confrontation. But I was trying to think if there was anything like creepy about the shopping center. There's always something creepy about like how I would go I'd cut through the back of the movie theater and through the fence at IHM, especially if it was that night and like a fog was rolling in. It was always really, yep. really creepy coming up through the church. And uh,
1: honestly, back cathedral. then... Yeah. When it was a movie theater, that whole back behind behind the shopping center. So there's mm-hmm. two places. There's really three entrances to the shopping center. There's there's coming off of Cathedral Road, coming off of Port Royal for the Hubbard local people. And there's one on the back, um, there's a second on Cathedral Road that's like behind everything. Yeah. That back there used to creep me out with the the columns. hmm So it was what, Encore books and then the movie theater. Mm-hmm. But there was columns and then a bike rack. Yep. that,
0: that that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And that had... Through that.
1: Phew, the, the, the light would flicker and you'd be walking out of yep. a horror movie out of the AMC Andorra.
0: It's pitch black with a flickering light. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go through this little thing to get out to the other side. hmm Yeah. Well, not a little thing, but it was just, like, just a slight turn where anything could happen.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, think of seeing a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Walking out of there and then having to go through that to get to that top of that hill. So you're talking about the fence where IHM is. I'm saying if you actually just took the natural way, walking out, it's still creepy at that time. There's dumpsters right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anything could pop out. Uh huh. Except everything ever that happened negative always happened during the day. Yeah. Scum. Ah,
1: what are you gonna do? Hey. That's
0: a nice trip down memory lane. It's not, yeah, nothing's the same as it used to be.
1: No, and So we were talking, this is episode 50. We were talking about films 50 years ago. That would have been what? So that was, uh, you know what? I went to la daw da before I saw Halloween 20 years later. So that would have been in 1998.
0: How about that? You know, chocolate egg cream?
1: Chocolate egg cream.
0: I guess is, is egg cream implies that it's chocolate?
1: I, I think now... So so yes, I think the original New York egg cream. New That's New what it's New York me, egg cream. They can correct me, but I think it was chocolate. And now it's just like when you go somewhere that has egg creams, they're like, "Oh, try a cherry egg cream or a no or whatever." It's like it's like no, but yes, I believe chocolate egg cream is the is the John.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like an awful combination, but it really works. Oh yeah, it's quite tasty. Yep. Um, yeah, whatever. This has been fun. I mean, we were trying to get nostalgic with 50-year 50, 50 movies, and there wasn't really anything there. We got nostalgic about video rentals and everything else. So mm-hmm. I'd call that a, a lot of fun for an episode number 50, if I don't say so myself.
1: Yep. And just to cap that off about the Andorra Shopping Center, if we are taking it back. Yeah. So there was the movie theater, which we've talked about quite a bit on mm-hmm. this podcast. There was the West Coast video, which we talked about quite a bit, and the coconuts, which initially was the wall. The wall. Then. But Coconuts had more movies. The Wall was was music. You could listen to all the different...
0: Yeah, I mean, the Coconuts eventually got bought by FYE. Yeah. You know, it was basically FYE. But hey, here's here's the thing. So anybody who's listening, tell us a story. Like, just send it to redriverhorror at gmail.com. Yep. You can, or you can text me or Eddie if you know us personally. <laughs> or you can DM us on Twitter at redriverhorror, at River Joe. And then just tell us some kind of like nostalgic story of like at a video rental store or you know you know what it was like going going for movies even if it's not horror movies just let us know yeah and then or if you got like one of those stories like we're talking about like those scary walks i know steve had the one that i think we might have talked a little bit about when he was on um which was the place that's now filled in but that's okay um special guest pumpkin yeah she hasn't been
1: on in a while she hasn't been on in a while welcome back it's been
0: a while but she's here um
1: 40 some episodes to come back yeah
0: (laughs) yeah but please let let us know and i'm gonna put that on blast because i'll just put that out every which way because i think that'd be fun to talk even more about because you know we we have so many great memories of renting movies and just getting creeped out by doing almost nothing pretty much nothing Pretty much. It's a wonderful thing.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I well, I guess I'll sign off then. I'm Eddie Chiazzo, founder of Red River Horror. You can find me at Red River Horror on Twitter and Instagram. Populate more at the site at redriverhorror.com, of course. Yeah.
0: And then, oh, don't forget to check out that redriverhorror.com because there's some great reviews by Stacey Wilson, Stacey Lane Wilson on there. Yep. Um, and then, of course, you've got, you know, What's Coming by Nick Cush. Uh, and don't forget to go on to KeystoneRetro.com, code Red River for 10% off your order. I am Joe Zakresky. This has been episode number 50 of the Red River Horror Podcast. And remember to keep traveling those channels of